Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Tech Niche Tips. I am your host, Joseph M. Smith, and for this one, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to want to grab a paper and a pen, especially if you're somebody trying to kind of on the fence about whether or not you should go into tech as an SDR, sales development representative, or business development representative, also known as a BDR. I have a guest that not only got in or broke in or pivoted into tech, whichever phrase you would like to use, but she maximized her time there. And I have none other than Nikki, Nikki Carney. Oh, Nikki. I'm so glad you <laughs> Raise a roof for Nikki. I'm so, yeah. so happy to have you on the show. Thank you um, I, I, I had a really great conversation with Cortez Adams. Uh, if you get a chance, ladies and gentlemen, check out that interview. Uh, this one, you're going to want to write, I'm telling you, get a paper and a pen right now. Pause it, get a paper and pen, especially if you're trying to break into tech, specifically as an SDR. You're going to want to listen to this. All right. So without further ado, we know how we do this thing now. It's been about almost 10 episodes of this, but what we're going to do is we're going to talk about it, right? Boots to the brain. Boots is symbolic of the journey one takes to get to where Nikki is. And the brain is symbolic of the mindset someone needs to have, not only to be where Nikki is, but to scale from there. So Nikki, without further ado, we're going to start from the very beginning because the beginning is a very good place to start. Let us know, how, how did it start out for you in the beginning? Yeah, so, I mean, this is kind of a common thread, unfortunately, but it's how I started, um, you know, back during the pandemic, uh, everybody pretty much was losing their jobs, left and right. <laughs> it was a rough time. And I remember I was working for a large company um, in hospitality. I'm here in New Orleans, so Louisiana and hospitality is huge. Hospitality is king. And so I was working for a large hotel brand, uh, Marriott, um, when I was just getting out of school. And I just knew I was going to stay there because I love to travel. And they had a lot of great benefits, discount rooms. I was the hookup person. Uh, but then next thing you know, the pandemic came and they kicked us to the curb faster than you could say, ain't your mama. And uh, your girl was hurt. You know, I felt like a number. And um you know, it, it's just the facts of business sometimes, you know, but I was fully expecting to be able to come back. But, hey, that turned into like a whole year of us, you know, <laughs> being at home um, like a lot of other people experience. And after looking for jobs um, for many, many months, I started to really get discouraged and I kind of lost my confidence, to be honest. You know, I had a fresh degree, uh, still wasn't able to find a job. Uh, I was pretty low. And then um, also on top of that, after unsuccessfully uh, finding employment, um, you know, Hurricane Ida had hit here in New Orleans and I was displaced from my home. I was kind of couch surfing, man, while they were repairing my home. And, you know, I, I didn't have two dimes to rub together, uh, you know, so I really had to pray, you know, and I was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman of faith. And I was like, Lord, you know, please lead me to... Uh, you know, an opportunity where I can, you know, be used for your glory and also be able to make a legacy for my family and have a career, not just a job. That was really important to me because where I live, unfortunately, there's like a mindset of just having jobs um, instead of careers. They don't really set people up um, for sex successful careers um, here. Like it, it's a, 
you know, a big, easy mindset, which is a beautiful thing about New Orleans, but also it kind of keeps people in a, in a mentality that's like stuck, unfortunately. And that's what I noticed. And that's maybe me being a transplant, being from Washington, D.C. originally, I could kind of see it and discern it a little bit better. Um, but I just know I didn't want that to be me. Um, so, you know, I just happened to come across, um, you know, SB Academy, uh, which was like this boot camp program, um, you know, because I was looking for careers that were uh, sustainable throughout a pandemic. And I had a good friend of mine, Marcel, and he got into tech and he was he was still all he did was switch to remote. You know, he didn't lose his job. He actually was excelling. And I was like, mm, let me look into this. So I did a lot of research and I was interested, but I applied. I was doing all kinds of programs and I was like, oh, no, I can't be an engineer. This is not my gift. Um, I struggled for a while um, and then I started to get a little bummed out again because I was like, I don't think I could do this. I don't think I'm smart enough for this. Um, but then I just happened to come across an ad for SE Academy. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was totally a scam because it sounded too good to be true. Um, but I filled out the application anyway. I just, you know, took a chance on it. And um, I just remember talking to our pro my program coordinator um, and Matthew. And one thing that stood out to me is that he was so transparent about his story. I asked him, I was like, what made you want to you know, you know, um, go not only attend as the academy, but end up working there after. And he shared his story with me. And and you know what? I found myself relating to his story, like what he felt um, being a person that just kind of bounced from job to job. And um, I connected with that. And I was like, you know what? I believe he's genuine. And that's what really made me say, OK, I'm going to do this. Um, and so I did. And it was a boot camp. Um, for uh, sales, sales tech, uh, SaaS sales. And I didn't know a thing, <laughs> obviously, but I can tell you it's a great program. They pretty much hold your hand through the whole process. Um, they, they really prepared me fully. And a lot of the lessons that I learned there were beyond just like the technical things that you need to know about the role. But also I grew as a person. And also I, I met a community of people that were just simply amazing that really cared about me as an individual and cared about my success um, and were empathetic and wanted to see us succeed and also helped us to really see pitfalls too. Uh, one thing that I thought was an amazing benefit of the program was the fact that they didn't just kind of leave you hanging when you finish. Uh, they, they make sure that you don't get taken in a sense. And when I say that, I mean, um, like when you do get an offer, you don't, I never worked in corporate. I didn't know anything about contract agreements. I didn't know about the disclaimers and the fine lines. I was this close to making a huge mistake um, and, you know, choosing, well, it may not have been a, a huge mistake. I just know that it wouldn't have been for me because it, it was a great company. It's just, they wanted me to be stuck in my house, but I was like, oh no, that's not going to work for me. So I was so glad that Brandon, um, who's the person that kind of goes over our contract with us, you know, he asked me, he was like, Nikki, what do you want? Because that's what's important. Are benefits important to you? The option to be able to be a digital nomad, is that important to you? Because if it is, this isn't the contract for you. This isn't the job because they want you to be here in one location for security reasons. And I was like, oh no. And I had no idea. I was going to sign that just because they paid me more. Um, but no. So I ended up going with Thousand Eyes and um, I'm so, so glad that I did. I had such an amazing talk with my manager and we just kind of clicked. And I just, she said something 
to me during our interview that let me know that this was the right place where I needed to be. I call it a God wink uh, because it was a very specific term that I've, that is literally one of my like life mottos or like the moral standards that I live by, which is being a, being a servant leader. And she said that out of her mouth, like, I want to be, I am a servant leader. And that's what I look at myself as a servant leader. So when she said that, I was like, this is it. This is the job for me. <laughs> I knew I needed to be there. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I signed on with them and I literally this month coming up, February is my first year. <laughs> I've only been there a year. It's crazy because I've done so much in that time period, but yeah, that's my journey. Um, that's my journey to Thousand Eyes, Cisco, <laughs> to say. That is amazing. That is truly amazing. And I love, one thing I really admire about you, Nikki, is your authentic, authenticity and just Thank kind you. of hearing your story. Yeah, absolutely. And hearing your story, your authenticity comes through. You love to smile. You love to bring joy. You love to be honest and real and transparent. And, and that's wonderful qualities to have as an SDR because people- when they talk to you, they want to hear a human. They don't want to yes. hear somebody trying to get over on them and look at them as a means to an end. They want to talk to somebody that actually is like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm, be I'm, I'm empathetic to your situation and your business's situation. So that's so that's, sweet. I think that's one of the reasons why you're accelerating <laughs> in your position Thank for you. sure. <laughs> absolutely. I but believe so too. I, th I believe that's definitely a part of it for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, you know me, I, if you ever watch any of these episodes, people, I like to peel back the onion a bit. You peel mentioned it. a couple of things. Yeah, peel, peel. Don't, no, hopefully, you don't, hopefully you don't shed any tears, but we're going to peel that onion, right? Uh, now, let's talk about your, your upbringing, because this authentic, this wonderful Nikki that we see before us, there had to be things that molded her. So talk about DC a little bit and growing up there and what, how did that mold you into the oh, Nikki yeah. that we see today? The DMV, I'll, I'll bring out my tax. <laughs> I bring out my Washington National stack. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah I, I rep my city. I love DC. Like, I, you know, New Orleans is like a very, very huge personality of a city, right? And I love New Orleans. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, they're huge Saints fans, but I never, I never trained on my team. I bleed burgundy and gold okay um i love where i'm from i'm thankful for where i'm from because um i think i had a little bit of a different perspective growing up because i grew up in a city they call it chocolate city so i grew up in a city that was very very diverse um i was around the political side but also the culture of dc grew up with music and go-go and you know like neighborhoods where people knew each other um they helped raise each other and it was a little danger, I ain't gonna lie. You know, that, that was a part of it too. Um, but one thing I can say is I grew up with a mother who was a teacher and a father who was a social worker. So they both, and my mother was a special education teacher specifically. And so I grew up watching people who like really gave their whole career and life to serving others. Um, so I think that was like innately in me, um, just watching them my whole life. <clears throat> You know, and my mom worked really, really hard to make sure that my sister and I had the mindset um, when we were living in a little sketchy of a neighborhood, you know, because um, my parents were divorced. My mom was raising us by herself for a time and then she got remarried. But for that time period, you know, she had to cut things back. We lived in a little sketchy neighborhood, you know, for a little while. And she always used to tell us, she was like, you're in the house when the lights come on. 
she was very stern, real old school. And she said, um, you know, you you're you're living in this place, but you're not of this place. Never forget that. And she would tell us that like almost every day. <laughs> and so I really appreciated her letting me know that I don't have to I could be around these people, but always know that there's something different, that your mindset is different, that you're not going to end up, you know, say in, in these scenarios in jail or none of that stuff, because you're going to make better decisions because you have a household that is making, ensuring that in you. And if not, you're going to get your butt whooped. And I had a couple of those. I was a little hard headed, but I learned quick. Um, I had a good, healthy fear of my mother. And I think that's good, you know, because it kept me in line. And I, I'm so thankful for her, even though she's passed on now. I'm so thankful because one thing I can I can say and one thing that drives me is, you know, I want to be like her in the sense of when my mom passed, it wasn't nowhere to sit. And it was a big church. It wasn't nowhere to sit. Like she had people that she hadn't seen, that hadn't seen her in 20 years fly across the country to come and attend her funeral she has students that i never knew that said your mom made such a huge impact in my life you know like impact purpose so instilling purpose within me and spirituality in me um has been there my whole life and then also <clears throat> growing up in dc i had the opportunity to see black excellence um which i think some people may not have that, you know, mindset to see that or that opportunity to see that. I went to school. Um, I went to a science and tech, tech school. I took, you know, the, the classes where I got a really great education, AP classes and things of that nature. And I was able to see doctors, lawyers, you know, other teachers, people with careers who were African-American. They lived in mini mansion homes, six hundred thousand home dollar homes. They worked in the government. They were in politics. So that is what I grew up around. I went to really great school. My mom worked her butt off to make sure we did. Um, and I think that you know coming into New Orleans, where it's kind of a different situation, unfortunately, um, you know my mindset is a little different. And I was like, I can't, I can't stay like this. You know, I'm not gonna work underpaid because I know my worth. I know I have more to offer and I know there's more God wants for me to do. And I'm not putting down nobody. I'm just saying I now that I'm in the position that I'm in, I all I want to do is help the people that I know that are in this area to come up like I'm a put on person. You know what I'm saying? I'll train you, help you with your resume, help you with your interviewing. <laughs> I'll get I'll reach out to the recruiters. I know as long as you're willing to put in the work. I will walk you every step of the way that I can and put in the extra time, take hours out of my day to make sure that you can leave a legacy for your family too. Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get from, through me, Joseph50. That's right, $50 off through Joseph50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether it's, again, tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link, and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? And I can testify to that because, Nikki, you've spoken to my life uh, 
quite a you know that that one conversation <laughs> I would say that I had with it was Justin myself and you, and you just kind of pouring into us. We didn't even land a job in tech yet. I could testify that that is your heart for sure, and that's why I definitely want to have this follow up conversation with you. But oh. I would be rem yeah, but I would be remiss if I don't say thank you, Mama. You know, <laughs> from my heart, and of course my condolences. It's never easy to lose someone. You know, oh no, I think we forever grieve. And we always remember, you know what I mean? Uh, just get, it gets, it's just different over time. <laughs> just yeah, over time. it is different. It yeah. comes in, you know, it's layers. It's been 10 yeah. years. It's been 10 years now. But, you know, like, like I said, I really hold on to seeing that. Like, you know, even though mm -hmm. it was a sad moment, now that I'm older and I've had time to process and look back, I was like, man, how amazing is it that all the lives she impacted? Like, my mom was seriously, like, a strong, strong, amazing woman of color, Black woman. Like, she would go to school, cancer, mm. struggling, kids didn't even wow. know. They had no idea. She and she was, was teaching fly. while she, she had cancer? Her, her suit. Oh, my her, God. You know, my mom, we called her fashionista. She loved, like, fashion and stuff. She yeah. would go to school. You wouldn't even know she had cancer. Mm. My mom was a music educator as well. Like, she, um, she would drive three hours to my aunt's church just to uh, play the piano for the kids ministry. Like, and she was literally going through chemo. Like, so that woman just was so amazing. And I'm just so thankful for the stock that I come from and all that I learned. And now as I'm, you know, in my thirties, you know, I can really appreciate it, you know, cause I've been able to process and understand all that that took, mm -hmm. you know? So wow. yes. And what's Thank your mother, what was your mother's name? What was your mother's name? Her name's Phyllis. Phyllis, Phyllis, we remember Phyllis. you now. Oh, you've been a blessing yes. to the world, Phyllis. Yes, Thank you, does. Phyllis. For... Teacher of the Year in DC Public Schools. She showed up. Wow. I didn't even know that until <laughs> after she passed and I went through her stuff. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> she she had a humble, humble grind. She was humble. Like, she didn't oh. even like brag on herself, mm. Mm. <laughs> which she surely could have. Wow. So, but yes. And it reminds me of you because <laughs> you could brag about yourself. I mean, the fact that you not only broke into tech through SV Academy, shout out SV Academy. Shout out um, SV. Because I mean, there's careers, there's SV Academy, and then of course, there's course careers there's where I came from. Great, great programs out there, but I am yeah. biased a little bit. SV, <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I want to give them their flowers as well because yeah. you talk about them so highly and the fact that they oh, kind yeah. of not only trained you but they helped you pivot same thing like course career they really did help me pivot into into uh the position it was I'm just still great a to part talk. of the community exactly same women. here still a part of the community they have women's fireside chats once oh, a wow. month i'm in there nice <laughs> nice well we gotta probably talk about that offline yeah. for sure because i would love to hear more about what they're doing but in regards to 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 you and paper people get ready take a paper and pens and get ready for this let's get down to the business I want you to talk about breaking in as an SDR, the the, the tips, the tricks, the the know-how, like like lay it on people because they're not ready for this. You have a lot, you had a lot to say for us. How how what would you start with? Where would you go in regards to somebody who's looking to break into tech as an SDR? Okay, so I think I always start with this because I talk to a lot of people, I coach a lot of people. I ask people, what do you want? I think knowing what you want is very, like, you can't go nowhere unless you start at foundation one. What do you really want? When you're look, when you're thinking about the type of um, 
company that you want to work for, what is important and valuable to you? Because if you're not, then you're shooting your shot out into the dark because there's so many opportunities out there. There's so many different jobs. There's so many different companies. It can be quite overwhelming. And I and I think that, you know, the standard is like, just keep applying to a bunch of places. No, at SV, they told us to be very poignant about and pointed about what we wanted and to be very choicey about the companies. Like do a lot of company research and narrow it down to 10 that you really have done research on, you really like. I'll give you a really quick example. I had a um, one of my really great friends from SV. Her name is Nemka. She told us in our cohort, like from day one, I'm going to work for Adobe. She lives in Washington, D.C. Sorry, somebody's driving by. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm just um, like, she, 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 she was very, she was focused. Adobe, wow. Yeah, so she, we was like, oh, okay. Shoot, you'll shy. Hi, honey. Uh, but she said this, and it really inspired me. She told she told me every day she lived around a corner from the headquarters of Adobe in D.C. And she said every time when she walks to her favorite coffee shop, she looks up and says, I'm going to work there one day. And do you know <laughs> that girl came out of SV like a month and a half after um, graduation? She didn't even really apply to that many other places. She got an offer from Uber. Mm. She got an offer from... Um, Amazon, I, I mean, AWS. And then she got an offer from none other than Adobe. And I remember we talked when she was telling me about her offer she got. And she was like, oh my God, Sneaky. I have to choose between all these three awesome companies. And I said, Nemka, what are you even talking about? You've been talking about Adobe from day one. That is your dream job. Go for Adobe. <laughs> And she did. She ended up going for Adobe and she works with strategic accounts, government accounts. So, and she's kicking butt and she's still there to this day. And that's my girl. Anytime I go home, we get together. Hey, Nipka. And uh, yeah. And so she was, it's like, she knew what she wanted. So I would say that's step one. Know what you want. Um, do the company research. That's step one. Step two, um, really, I don't want to say you necessarily have to go through a boot camp, right? Because I know people that, that really didn't need that because you might have everybody's, you know, journey is different. Everybody's background is different. Some people might have plenty of sales experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the young lady I'm coaching right now, Robin, she worked for Prime America for like six years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know how to sell. So, you know what I'm saying? You don't necessarily need that. You just need to study up a little bit on what the role entails because it's not exactly the same. The concept, the foundation is the same, similar, but they're, you know, SaaS and, and business to business is kind of different. You know, when you're talking about enterprise, um, you know, organizations, there's more to it for sure. Um, it's definitely a different industry. So, you know, get knowledgeable. That's number two. You know, and, and number three, I think you need to hone your skills on what is on trend with resumes, interviewing, and most importantly, LinkedIn. Man, LinkedIn is probably like the most important thing that people... <laughs> don't even really pay attention to, but it is, it is your resume as far as I'm concerned. I, I know that's heavy to say, but to me, I feel like LinkedIn has replaced the resume. This is just my opinion. Um, because a recruiter told me that, or I heard a recruiter say that. Yep. I, same, you know, I have recruiter friends and they basically like, we just go to people's LinkedIn. So people need to understand the importance of LinkedIn. And I'm thankful for SV with this. Sorry to keep 
talking about them, but they 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 put us on with that. They had someone coach us. They checked our LinkedIn. They was like, you need to work on this. You need to work on that. Um, I had no idea. I think I started off with 10 friends. I was struggling. I had no idea how important it was. Had no clue. So important. It's literally like the social media for, um, you know, corporate people. So not only that, but it's also your resume. Not only that, but it's also you on a profile your professional career and it's great because it's beyond a resume because you can stand out any way you want you can make it you can tailor it to be to just be you on a profile you know your personality you know you could talk about whatever you want like my really good friend courtney her little tagline under her picture says the olivia pope of tech sales i love it I love it. And she really is like that. So it's like perfect for her. You know what I'm saying? She's totally Olivia Pope of Tech Sales. Like totally to a T. And it's very creative. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Uh, and so that's another thing. Um, and, you know, just and also get yourself a mentor. Follow people that's in the industry. Follow companies that you're interested in. There's so many tips. There's so many be best practices, really. I could go on and on. Um, but I know like following people reaching out to people that's within the company, um, asking them, just message them on LinkedIn, pay for the extra, pay for the, you know, pro, LinkedIn pro, whatever it is, because you get a lot of vital information back. You can do as many messages as you want. It's so important when you're in the hunt to do that. Um, and you want to reach out to people. You want to start getting active on there, not just reaching out to people, but liking people's posts, reposting, being active. Um, I think what makes you stand out is um, reaching out to people in the company and asking them about the company. You know, just being a human, just say, hey, I'm interested in this company. You know, I've looked into it. You know, could, would you mind taking a 10 to 15 minutes out of your day just to share some insights? People are not going to say no. They're not going to say no. Some people may say no. But somebody nice is going to say, yeah, eventually, you know, just keep shooting a shot out there. Shoot your shot. That's like my thing. Just shoot your shot, man. Uh, because the worst, my, like my dad says, the worst they can say is no, man. <laughs> you know, so just shoot your shot. And, um, and also, and that's just for, you know, as you're starting your career off, you know, and then once you get into the interviewing process and actually getting called back for stuff, then I can talk more about best practices for that. But I think just starting off with those couple of things, um, we'll, we'll get you in the running also. And this is something you're not going to hear a lot of people say, I learned this from one of, um, I heard, I say she's like a tech nerd, uh, even though she's in sales, but she really is like really intelligent and wants to do engineering for real, for real, which she should push into. And I'm going to keep staying on her about it. Um, because she gave us like this sneaky little insight. I love it. This is what I, this was the game changer for us. Cause we had a time. When I graduated from SV, it was like during like the shutdown. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't even know what that was. And I was wondering why I wasn't hearing anything back from anybody. I was like so discouraged because I was like, oh my gosh, nothing is working. It was because he went on break. <laughs> and as soon as they came back, then I started like, then I had like 20 interviews. Okay. Um, but what I did was I got together with my cohort. We took the time and uh, we did like a, you know how you do call blitzes? Like it was kind of like a call blitz, but it wasn't a call blitz. It was an endorsement blitz. 
So what we did was, because, you know, behind LinkedIn is algorithms and computer stuff, right? And so that's what it was. We did an endorsement blitz and that that helped. We went and we endorsed everybody on our in the cohort on the skills that were relevant to the roles. Next thing you know, we are top of the list for recruitment. We were in the algorithm. Next thing you know, everybody was in our chat. Yo, I got all these recruiters reaching out. I, when I tell you, I didn't, I did not reach out to Thousand Eyes. They reached out to me. Recruiters started sliding in my DMs instead of it being the other way around. Ooh, That's yes. the sweet spot right there. Mm. When you start having a bunch of endorsements, that puts you up to the top. That's what it does. It puts you in an algorithm because you are in those searchable skills. So you want to basically be like in your LinkedIn profile, you want to have like key terms that are within the scope of what these companies are looking for in their job descriptions. You want to be dropping keywords all throughout there that are relevant to the role. You want to have it in your about you section. You want to have it in your skills. You want to have it in the past jobs you work, everything. So that would that would be what I would suggest. Like those are a couple of things that I know helped me a lot. Hey family, it's Joseph here again. Now you have heard me talk about how tech sales has changed my life. I actually want to introduce you to another career that if you decide to go into it, truly is recession proof and that is cybersecurity. Level Careers is a platform similar to Course Careers that is self-paced and allows you to obtain knowledge and ed education in cybersecurity and get this, without prior experience or a degree. That's right. And so you definitely want to get into that. And if you are interested in learning more about cybersecurity, go ahead and click the link below. It's in my description and use my promo code Joseph10. That's right. Use my promo code Joseph10 in order to save 10% off of the purchase price of that course. So without further ado, I'm not going to delay you. Go click on the link, check out the free introductory courses and change your life today. I, I was trying so hard not to interrupt you like with the no, ah, he, uh, had, all the no, sound effects were in my head. You know, you know how we are in the movie theaters. We're like, oh my, you know, we go crazy, right? That was me yeah. just now in my head. I'm like that endorsement gem right there, ladies and gentlemen. It's a gem. It is a gem. In fact, I know I'm going to give a shout out to Mia from Course Careers because she actually, because Course Careers is huge. It's, it's like thousands That's of people apply girl. per month. You know Mia, right? She Me and Mia are like this. I love Mia. She's good people. She I'm really so likes to help people. Oh, man. She's really, really. I'm trying to get on the show. She's like, I don't know. I'm kind of scared. I'm like, don't be scared. People need to know uh, your story. Uh, but yeah, with Mia, she actually reached out to like a group of people on Course Careers. And she said, "Let the, it just says, let's endorse each other right so she created yeah, she that my advice <laughs> she took your advice right you see she, she, yeah. she's small I coach, she's I small her. I her. she's intelligent yeah no she she's she's great she's like she actually seeks advice y'all did it she did it yeah and we and people like you know in their own time they endorse each other right but but like imagine if you take the thousands of people that go through course careers every month and they have them we have there's like a part of the you know the mindset is, hey, let's if you if you add somebody from course careers, immediately endorse them on these things or SV Academy or where, whichever yeah, course it you is. Know they have them because you went through the course, so you know they took those skills. You know they trained exactly. You. So it's not it's not anything that's false. It's something that people just overlook. 
<laughs> exactly. It's something that people overlook because I know people that just have like one or two endorsements, and I'm like, why? <laughs> why do you only have one or two? I have twenty. You know, because rack them in there, rack them in there, rack them up. Mm -hmm. Well, let me say this. Uh, I, 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 you said some, you said a lot of things in there that are really yeah. good. And I know people are like, you know, looking up and down, writing their notes and looking up and down right now as we're talking. Uh, but I want to go back to something because I think that we could even give them a deeper, yeah. a, a bigger gem. And this is regarding the methodology of applying to jobs mm -hmm. and also the tools that are to be used because you talked about Hunter with me and Justin and that was like, Ooh, that's cool. Um, and yeah. so I want you to talk about, you said 10, right? The mindset or the methodology, because we're going to go to mindset when we when we close, but the methodology sure. to applying to those 10, how do you approach applying to them? So like I, I was telling, I love Hunter IO because it's it kind of helps you stay organized. You know, like for me, I have ADHD, so I get distracted <laughs> really easy. And I'm not the most organized person in the whole entire world, being honest. And so I know there's other people out there like me. I see you guys out there. Uh, who's like, yes, me either. So I love using technology to help you, you know? So I am a fan of, you know, Hunter because it helps you to not only do company research, but also, um, you know, you can, once you do the company research, once you put in the application, it helps you to move along the process and stay on top of where you are in the process. Because when you're putting in tons of applications, you can easily get lost in the sauce. Like sometimes you'd be like, if they call you, be like, which company is this? You like flip through your notebook, try to figure out which company this is, who you talk to. You just start getting confused. You'll mess around, get on a call with somebody and be talking about this company when really is that company's product. That can happen because we're human, right? Let me chime in there if I, you don't mind me saying, because this sure. is what got me confused too. So there's two different websites that are both equally helpful. There's Hunter. Mm -hmm. Dot io which you can find your email addresses for people contacts yes, and things that of that nature too. and then what she's talking about is hunter which is spelled h-u-n-t-r yes .com, or dot co is it dot co or dot com I I it's like one of those where you get it actually organizes your job search so if you're looking for the one that she's talking about it's h-u-n-t-r it's not spelled like yeah yeah so, yeah because that confused me at first and not not you confusing me but i was like i'm trying to find it and and i, I figured it why yeah because so, we were just saying it and i didn't spell it out for you so that was my bad no i figured <laughs> it out because you put the link in there but i think it was a really good to for people oh to, yeah i did to, drop the link i did yeah, yeah. so make but, yeah. sure y'all find we we'll put the make sure you put the link for it in there too because people not yeah gonna um but, but yeah it, it keeps you organized um so it'll have it's kind of like has columns so it's like it has a column for put in the application for these companies and then the next column will be okay did they reply back and do you have your first interview what happened in that interview are you moving on to the second one second round or then they have the column for you ain't make it and that happens it's okay you know it, you know just keep moving on and then it'll move you along. And so by the end of it, I had like four different companies that I was at the final end with. And I had notes on all of it. I had something to look back on. Um, I was able to have the company research. And I ended up with three offers. And I ended up choosing Thousand Eyes at the end of the day. But I will say that was like my best, best um, thing to help me stay organized. Because one week, I had 20 interviews in one week. One week, Joe. One week, 20 interviews. When I tell you I was like in a whirlwind, I couldn't remember what was what. And that app 
um, the application really helped me, helped me a lot. Um, you know, and I, and I was really good with like researching companies. Um, that was like, I think that was like my best friend, like knowing the company, but now that I'm, now that I know more, I would honestly say it's very important to know a lot about the company, but you don't want to come off like a robot because you have to remember just as much as you are trying to get into their company, they need you. They're selling, they're selling their company to you too. So you got to remember that as well within interview. Like you have to ask really good questions. And, and, and I think being strategic minded has been a gift for me and a blessing and also just learning this from mentors and coaches along the way. Um, you know, being able to ask questions that are double-sided are very important. So, and when I, and when I say that, I mean, there's questions you can ask that would benefit you and them, meaning it'll leave a good impression on you in their mind, but it also will answer questions for you about their company that they may not openly just say to you. Like, for example, I'll give you an example. If you ask how many of your sales reps are, what percentage of quota are their attainment for quota monthly or quarterly or however they do it, you can learn a lot because it'll tell you the inner workings of their organization. You can kind of know what, first of all, they may not know. That's a problem. I've had friends tell me that. They, if they don't know, that's a problem. If it's lower than like 78%, that's a problem. Um, because that means people are having a hard time selling, having a hard time booking meetings. There's something going on. There's some, there's something clogged in their funnel. You know, there's something going on with that. You want to be a part of a company where we win out here. Okay. That's important. But from, from the company's perspective, that's a very intuitive question to ask. You know what I'm saying? Like, that means you care. You you care about the numbers. And at the end of the day, we in sales. So you got to care about the numbers, too.